Well, hello, friend. How are you? I know why you came back. You wanted to find out what it was that my mother used to do. And I invited you to come back. So welcome. But before I tell you, I am going to give you a small quiz. So you have to play fair. If you answer those questions, then I'll tell you what she used to do. Let's get started. When you hear the sounds of an ambulance or a police car, what do you normally do? You can play Jeopardy music or anything you want in the background. Next question. When you hear there's a storm coming to your area or maybe even another city or where there's a loved one, what do you do? And I've got one more question for you. When you get a medical report or the doctor tells you something that you're not expecting or something that you are expecting, but mostly something you're not expecting, what do you do? Now save your answers. You can put it in the comments. You can share them with me. And because you shared and because you took this quiz, I'm going to tell you what my mother used to do. Welcome to Life and Faith Chats. This is the podcast where I based our conversations on the Bible. We use the number one best-selling book in the world as the basis of learning lessons and life. And we also get very special guests to inform us to make life decisions that will help us live the abundant life that Jesus Christ died to give us. I am your host. My name is Joy. Again, this is Life and Faith Chats. If you're new, we're happy to have you. It's a group of friends and distant DNA relatives. So this is the third Friday in February. And I recently, my mother passed away in the month of January, and I dedicated the Fridays in February to teach lessons or share lessons, not really teach, to share lessons that she taught me. Come along as we begin today. But before we get started, friends, join me. You know what we have to do, especially for the new people. Please remember to subscribe. Also, tell a friend. I also need you to thumbs it up. If you find any value, it helps me and it helps YouTube to help others find this type of content if that's what they're looking for. And finally, I will ask you to please leave a comment, share, tell me who you are, and of course, contribute to the conversation. What was it that my mother used to do? My mother used to do several things. At first, I used to think that they were strange. Thought she was kind of crazy, but I learned. And I know you're even more curious. If there was an upcoming or impending storm, one of your questions, and the news and was constantly talking about it because you're usually warned when it comes to hurricanes and she lived in Florida. 
My mother heard what they said. She would go out into her front yard. She would point her little finger, bony little finger, up into the sky. And with the authority of the word of God, she would speak to the storm. And she would command it to not come near her, anywhere in her vicinity, to not cause destruction, to not go near her children or her loved ones. She would command that storm to go back to the ocean or wherever it came from, or she would command it to break up all of the above, but she would tell it that it was not going to come to where she was or her loved ones. What do you put for your answer? What happened if she heard a siren? If she heard a siren, that was reason for her to stop and to pray and to command life and not to accept that it was going to be a tragedy or that person would be another statistic. And I asked you one more question. We'll save that one for the end. Not because it's different, but it just fits better in the end. Okay? So where did my mother get the authority to do these things from? From the Bible. We all know the story of when Jesus spoke to the storm. He didn't negotiate with it. He spoke directly to it. Why did she feel she could do that? Because she had childlike faith that was informed from her studying the Bible. And she knew that according to the word of God, that Jesus Christ, God's son, had given us who believe the same authority. Now, here's the deal. My mother did not believe that you spend the entire time talking about a problem or a situation. In fact, I think she used to get kind of just a little bit frustrated with the amount of time that believers or her daughter or other people who had been in the church or familiar with the stories of the Bible and Christianity, how much time we spent discussing the problem and not discussing how we could be the solution. And for her, part of that solution was praying about it, not whining about it, not whining, and also not asking for things that the Lord has already given us authority to do. That was some bold faith. She didn't do those things to impress anyone. What she did became her lifestyle. And I think that's what attracted people to her because she believed it. Friends, I watched, I heard forecast about storms and I watched and listened to storms that when they said they were coming this way, I heard them turn around and I knew there was a woman who dared to believe and to talk to the storm. She didn't mumble it. She didn't sit in her house. 
and get me straight. She didn't talk to a hurricane when the hurricane was going on. She talked before it came. I knew that she was praying for those storms if they were headed in my direction. And get this, one of her friends actually told me who she actually got to know when she lived in Florida. She said, as long as your mother was here, where we lived, she said, no hurricane came. Every hurricane they predicted never came. She said in about two years after she moved, the hurricane actually came and it hit. She said, we knew that Baby Reeves, as they called her, or Bay Reeves, the Liberian colloquial way, she said we knew that it was because Bay Reeves wasn't here to pray. And you know what I thought? I was like, why didn't you all pray? I didn't say anything to her because I had to be respectful. She was older. Let's talk about the next thing, an ambulance. If an ambulance was passing, she didn't just think, oh, me, oh, my, it's not me in it. That was the opportunity to pray for that person and their family, to stop whatever was going on, to just take a few minutes and to ask the Holy Spirit, but not to whine, but to command and to speak life and to rebuke the spirit of death. Can you do that? Check your Bible. Check your Bible. I learned. Did I master those lessons, friend? No, she made it her lifestyle. But that's what I'm reminding myself. And that's what I want to exhort you to join with me about. Let's stop talking about problems. We hear so much. There's so much noise constantly. We listen to the news. We listen to our friends. Are we applying the word of God to situations as they manifest? Are we? Are we speaking and taking authority? We keep waiting for God to do things that he has given us the authority to do. I learned that. I learned that. The Lord said that all power and authority had been given to him and he gave it to us. What are we doing with it? How can we make a difference? Are we speaking the word to our neighbors, over our children, to situations, over jobs, to things that we want manifested? Are we using our words or the written living Word of God. Very important. Very, very important. When a storm is coming, we prepare. But as we're preparing, are we taking the authority to stop the destruction? When we immigrated here to the United States, my mother started listening and hearing something, noise, where every time there was a major holiday, the news stations would predict how many people would die on the highway. And that bothered her. And she said to her prayer group or the people who would come for her Bible studies, she said, why do you all listen to this 
and nobody does anything about it. And what she meant was pray about it. So she started exhorting the members of her Bible study. Let's pray before this holiday happens. Let's pray, not wine. Let's command life, safety on the highway, rebuke death, pray for the officers, pray for the people who are traveling. Let's call these numbers down. And friends, do you know that the numbers always were lower with the news person or anchor saying, huh, surprisingly, the numbers were not as high as we expected. That's what used to happen because this woman dared to believe God. I have a nice habit that I've started where I just let the Bible app play to start, try to take some of the noise out of my head and to renew my mind. I listen when I'm sleeping. I listen. I know that sounds funny to you, but the word of God is alive. I listen falling asleep. And when I'm sleeping, I let it play all the time. No, but a lot of the times I do. And I try to listen in the morning or when I'm doing things or in my car where I just, I let it play listening to the word of God. And that's a good way to get books like Chronicles read. But I've been hanging out in Kings, first and second Kings, fascinating book with a lot of amazing lessons. So listening to Elisha, the prophet, Elisha, the prophet died. And do you know that another man who died, a group of men, whatever they were up to. And I do have the reference that I will put on the screen for you to check out. And if you're listening and not watching is the story is in second Kings. And then you can check it out because all you have to do is just Google it or ask Alexa or one of those, you know, special things that we have available to us. They threw this man's body, a dead man, into the grave. Now, it's not like how our graves are where they dig, but they were like caves. They threw his body quickly into the grave where Elijah was buried. Elisha. I have to make that correction. And do you know when this dead man's body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man rose? And I was listening to that. And I was like, Dag, Lord, the power and authority of a person whose life has been transformed by the your resurrected son, our resurrected Lord. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I'm saying that so I can hear it. You can hear it. The Bible says dwells within us. What are we doing with this power? And you see, my mother dared to challenge. She dared to believe. Elijah's bones, the disciples or apostles' shadows healed people. What's the deal with us? Is it maybe because we really don't believe? Because it doesn't stop the fact that the power is within us if we choose to use it. Friends, I'm exhorting you, but I'm sharing the lesson that I learned from my mother who would walk outside 
not when it was storming, not lightning. She didn't like lightning. But when she heard something was about to happen that would cause disaster to many people, she used her authority, the name of Jesus, to command the storm to break it up. I heard her. I saw her. I saw that it worked. Now, you might be wondering or thinking, I forgot that last question I gave you. I didn't. When was the last time you spoke to your body? My mother had this thing that when the doctor said something, or I went for a doctor's visit, or they said, or some physical challenges, she would always say, he's the doctor. He's not God. That's what he said. What did God say? You see, because she believed that she was the healed of the Lord. It wasn't a magic portion or situation. That, that, that's not what she was thinking about. She wasn't trying to say, okay, I'm a superhero. But she knew that the Lord, she knew and she believed. It wasn't just head knowledge for her. A lot of stuff is stuck up here for me. Can't speak about you. But to walk it out, walk it out in the experience and the belief is what God is looking for. Peter got out of the boat and walked. Walk it out. She used to speak to her body parts. I used to think she was really strange. You see, she wasn't into saying, what people would say, this I tried is, is giving me problems. She always said, well, why are you owning it? Why is it your arthritis? Talk to your body, command it. She always used to say, is your body, it will listen to you, but speak the word of God to it. Yes, the doctor has the knowledge. Yes, he said this. But apply the word of God to the situation. You don't have to receive and accept it. There's a difference between fact and truth. That's a whole different other podcast. What are you speaking to your body? Remember I said I'll say this at the end? Well, we're getting towards the end. Her vital signs. Heartbeat, oxygen rate, pulse rate. Before my mother passed, she went several weeks without eating and drinking. You heard me correctly. The medical team attending her was astounded. They kept saying, as she was lying there, how is she doing that? How is her oxygen rate higher than mine? And I'm much younger than her. You see, she was 92. She was in her 93rd year, but she was 92. How is her heart rate so strong? How is it that when I hold her hand, she can grip my hands like that? <laughs> they kept wondering how. But I knew that this woman, this tiny frame of a person at this point, for years, had been speaking to her body, commanding her body by the word of God. And so as she was transitioning, the rates 
the vital signs, it really started changing within the last week of her life. But up until then, they were better than a young person. I don't know how to explain that because I'm not in the medical field, but I knew that this woman believed the word of God and she applied it to herself. She applied it to situations. Talk about miracles. <laughs> I saw some stuff. There are everyday things, but they were things that made a difference in her life and in the lives of people who she touched. My friend, I am so grateful that you've come to learn lessons or to hear lessons that I learned from my mother. I am sharing and hoping that it will make a difference in your life. And I'm hoping that it will be a conversation with you and your friends. And I'm hoping that it will be an exhortation to me and you that we do not have to accept challenges in our lives as if it's the status quo. We are seated in heavenly places. We're not hanging as we constantly see. Let's take the word of God seriously. Remind me, exhort me, let me exhort you. Let us take our finger and talk to the storms. Speak over our children. Talk to our husbands. Speak into our singleness. Speak as we grow older. Speak to our body parts. Speak to our finances. Speak to our faith. Let us use the word of God as our final authority. Not the situation. Not what we see with our physical eyes or what our minds can um, take. Let's use the word of God. The lesson my mother taught me was you challenge every single thing that does not conform with the word of God. You talk to it. You believe God and you watch and expect for the situation to change. My friend, I hope that was a great exhortation where you can take it into your weekend and into your upcoming week and you can share it. By the grace of God, I'll be back next Friday. We will wrap up the lessons. There's so much and maybe I will do another series and sharing little tidbits, but I do have something for you next Friday. And I'm also going to be sharing a project that Lessons learned from my mother has inspired me to do because I'm beginning to write on, work on a children's book, sharing lessons that I learned from my mother. Thank you for joining me on Life and Faith Chats. Do come back. Peace.